Hey y'all, it's Keisha. And this is Tyler. And this is House of Fam. Yeah, House of Fam is a podcast about family, friends, and growth. We are here every Wednesday, and we're available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere you can find audio. Today we'll be talking about how to cope with missing your family, something we both know a lot about. But before we get started, we like to play a game, and that game is First Pick. First Pick works this way. We have a topic, and we say what our first pick is. Our first pick is our most appreciated and loved, and we have to justify why that is our first pick. But you can't have a first pick without having a last pick, so you say your last pick, and you have to defend it. You got to defend it. And since I'm a gentleman from the South, in Mississippi, born and raised, but I'm in Texas now, I'm going to let my ladies go first. And so, today's topic is family events. So, Keisha, what's your first pick? It would have to be Christmas. Christmas? (laughs) Yes. I ain't going to lie to you. That's a strong first pick. It is. I don't even know if I have to like make you justify that or not. But why is it Christmas <laughs> over? Why is it Christmas over something else? Well, it started from my childhood. Of course. Um, my grandma hosted Christmas for the family. And so all our cousins, aunties, grandmas, great grandmas. In your grandparents' house? Yes. We all were. Yeah, I was in there keeping warm, wasn't it? <laughs> go gone. Believe it or not, it did not feel that packed. Yeah. I don't know. I, I still don't get it. No, it's crazy. Day. My my grandma's house has been renovated, so it don't look the way it used to look when I was a kid. But you are right. Her house was never huge, but it never felt like Too we were just small. in there like sardines. Yeah, yeah. you're right. It's insane you how sure that right. worked. Maybe it's because we were smaller humans then. And we didn't really <laughs> care about space. <laughs> we were just happy to see everybody. But no, um, I loved it. I mean, we had Secret Santa, so. Uh, Thanksgiving, we, when we met up at my auntie house, uh, we would draw names. Ooh. And so you had your secret Santa person, and then. Y'all um, was fancy, yo. Y'all was fancy, bro. And <laughs> Man, you, we used to get toys without the daggone uh, packaging on them. Just like, huh, this yours. No. Do you want me to pay for wrapping paper too? No? All right, take it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and then we would have, I think my auntie would be Santa. And she would call out who it was from and who it's to and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And everybody would be like, oh, I knew you had me. I knew you had me. And y'all was like organized, that. yo. <laughs> That's why I keep saying, yo, your family low-key bougie, bro. Oh, my goodness. Your, your family anyway, low-key bougie. No. But, um... But on top of that, you know, you had your aunts and stuff that who still got you stuff anyway, even though you weren't their secret person. So all the kids got to love. I got like money from my great grandma. She always gave mm-hmm. us all something. That's the best Christmas present, y'all. And then the food. Oh goodness, talking about eating. You know what? That's why I thought you had picked it initially. I didn't think you picked it for the gifts. I thought you picked it for the food. <laughs> Although I guess if you if you were picking a, a holiday for the food, you would have picked Thanksgiving, huh? Thanksgiving food and Christmas food are pretty much the same. Yeah, right? they are. So, so I guess it's a win-win either way. I but not for food. I wouldn't. No, nah, it's for the it gifts. Or not. It's yeah. for the gifts. It's for at that time. It was for just being together. Yeah. it was so cheerful. Here he is, man. Yeah, them Christmases when you was a kid, man. Goodness, and I mean, it, you try to recreate the magic. I go ahead. But even. <laughs> So, you know, everybody would come to our house. 
And so, you said your grandparents have? Yes. And which I stayed with them. Yeah. And so, <laughs> you know, I had to open all my Christmas gifts. So I'm like, look at my new outfit. <laughs> look at my new toys. Like, I got to flaunt like, all my stuff. <laughs> And so, like, as the years went on, like, my cousins, they would, like, bring their favorite toy yeah. that, they, that their parents would let them bring. And so, <laughs> they're like, look what I got. But I'm like, look at all this. Like, look at me, though. Like, they could bring their look whole stash of toys. No. <laughs> Man, don't nobody flex like black people, bro. <laughs> we well, it's like, from birth, we teach our kids how to do that. Like, Liana bought, had these new shoes, and she had these shoes they like light up when you walk, right? And her first time wearing them in school, she's like, hey, everybody, everybody, look, look. And she, she made me like carry her to class. And then I put her on the ground and everybody was like, ooh. And the way she like held her foot out. You Did she do the Elsa step? No, she did. <laughs> if you ever seen Frozen 2, I think she does it in the fr- first one too when she's building her castle. Yeah, she like anyway, steps and. When she find out she's the fifth, what is it? Oh, fifth element yeah, or whatever. The fifth element. Yeah, yeah. She steps in the middle of it and then like lights up everything. That's how Liana does it. It's like, <laughs> in her mind, she is Elsa. And when she made those shoes light up, she just like blew the whole class away. <laughs> Like they had never seen nothing that flip that fresh before. Right. It was insane. <laughs> I love that girl, man. We teach our kids that from birth. Even when you do that hair, they be like, Daddy, look at me. Yeah. I be like, Ooh, girl, you're so pretty. <laughs> I actually have to ask her, Do you like your hair, Lily? Yes. I think she told me no one time. I was just like, Yeah. Oh, for real? Yes. Oh, dang. You're um, a tough customer, cuz. No, I think she didn't want it in her face. It was something. Oh, yeah. She had a thing about it being in her face one time. And then the next time you did her hair, she, she was mad wanted. that it wasn't in her face. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, do I thought that it. didn't happen until later on, but oh, little divas. I tell you, boy. <laughs> Can't nobody flex like us, boy. <laughs> My favorite family event. Is just a good old fashioned family reunion. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. I, my family, if Keisha's family, I consider them bougie for Christmas. My family is very oh, bougie when yes. it comes to a family reunion. Yes. We meet, number one, it's both sides of my family that have these family reunions. My dad's side does it every year, but my mom's side does it every other year, and it is so well thought out. It's in a different, like, major city every other year. Like, everybody comes out, like, Cali, Chicago, it, well, you know, it's, that's probably the furthest. I'm Texas, and, like, all of, everybody, wherever you at, we all travel to those locations. And on top of that, like, when Ancestry first came out, and they figured out that we had, like, more family, based <laughs> on whatever circumstance, mm-hmm. they got added to it as well. Mm-hmm. Like, we have a website that we maintain, and we pay dues to maintain, and, like, I'm surprised we don't have an app at this point. But, like, it's so well thought out. The events are always, like, actually pretty good. Although, like, in the last one was kind of, like, excruciating because it was in Texas. And Ooh. I told him, I told him, I was like, yeah, trying to have an outside event. It's hot. <laughs> it's hot. I was like, oh, we had a water park. We ain't going to have to worry about it. Man, Texas ain't playing with nobody, okay? <laughs> It's not. It's just not. It's a different type of heat. And uh, the old folks ain't built for that, you know? But uh, also, uh, regardless, the majority of the time, like, the events are just spot on for, like, where they are. And 
I think, like, my, I do feel like your family is a little bougie. <laughs> when it comes to that family, family is. Because ours was, ours is simple. Like, everybody gonna bring a plate, you know, well, yeah, bring just, a dish. Yeah, open up the tents. Open up the tents up. <laughs> After the sun go down a little bit, cool off a little bit, we set up the volleyball net, we yeah. play some volleyball, yeah. and we're going to play some music, and, you know, we do the electric side or something every once in a while, and, you know, it's just a I think we had a DJ a at the time. last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a DJ at the last one. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> Leanna was jamming. <laughs> yeah. And then we have awards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. We have scholarships. Yeah, yeah. Like it's 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 a whole thing. Like when my generation has to take over that, it's gonna be a monumental task that I very much look forward to taking over. <laughs> I do. And um like I come from a very country family, y'all. Like y'all don't understand, like we used to eat goats, we used to have pigs in the back. Grandpa taught us how to like get the pig to calm down before he slaughtered it and stuff. It's a whole thing. But, like, that same family has the bougiest family reunions <laughs> you will ever see. And I love every every last second of it. Yeah, they're fun. From the t-shirts all the way to the, I'm going to miss you. Hey, we need to stay in touch. Speaking of which, I need to text them. I got their numbers, and I never called them. I need to text them. <laughs> but uh, you can't have the first pick without having the last pick. Kiki, when it comes to family events, what is your last pick? Hmm. I know, I know. When you got when you talk about family, and then you got to put somebody in the last place. You know, whatever you say, somebody gonna really, really love. So you are gonna hurt somebody' feelings, but you know, it just is what it is. I don't know why, but funerals kind of popped up in my mind. Hey. <laughs> I mean, funer- funerals in general is bad. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like it's kind of extra in my family. <laughs> yeah. I'm a type of person. I haven't been to many funerals in my life. True. Um, you went to my. Uh, you was at my brother's funeral. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Um, I'm better with them now. I used to not like funerals because, like, I'm a person who I go to it. They don't have an open casket. I'm not, not only do I see the person there in the casket, I start putting other people in my family in there, oh. and so like. My emotions are just everywhere. Yeah, Keisha, you a, you a whole mess at them funerals. Oh, man. Like, Keisha, she ain't going to make no, like, huge, like, hoopla and stuff. And, like, <laughs> fall fall She's not going to fall out, man. But, like, <laughs> it, it does affect her, like, a lot. Like, on the back end, since I have to deal with the back end after the, the aftermath and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you be going through. It's I a it's a thing. It. It's the worst. But, um... <laughs> I don't know why people make funerals so sad. Like it's a home going. It is. That they when you know where you're going, it's yeah. When you know where you're going, live the life. I mean, don't get me wrong. If it's like a tragic event or why they died, then yes, yeah, it's gonna be sad regardless. But I mean, a little up tempo music or um, yeah. you know, someone who's not like just all out, just. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. God, I was like, I've been to a couple funerals. People start falling out and screaming and stuff. You just be like, all right, you got to stay strong. Stay strong. Hang in there. <laughs> Ooh, you know, because it's, it's, it's a sad event. You man, have to sometimes. be around everybody. It's and I'm talking to a person who just want you know, moat to myself. Yeah. And so you have to be in, like, man, hey, how you doing? Like, what you mean, how I'm doing? <laughs> 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 I 
ain't good, man. Yeah. You should be eating. But I guess that kind of got traumatized also by my great granddad. That's what I, thought I always thought it was. I was like, somebody <laughs> died in Keisha's life when she was a kid. And she had to like sit there and deal with it. And, Dude. you know, it wasn't easy to deal with. And you never got over it. No, because... I'm not going to go into, like, full-on details, but that funeral, I promise you, was at least six hours. Ooh. We were there a long time. Oh I remember my, my auntie, she had my baby cousin, Maya, at the time, and mm. she ran out of milk. Oh she had gosh. to leave, go home, <laughs> and get some milk so her daughter can drink. Oh, my God. And come back. Boom. And she still was in the funeral. I remember walking out at one point and like somebody was talking and I was like, okay, it's been a while. Let me go back in. And I went back in and she was still talking. And I was just like, what is going on? And then the preacher had to still get up and do eulogy. That's why you have the rules now. How long you be up there to talk. Like we only going to do a few people and you got like two minutes. Yeah, that's true. And then sit down. Because, goodness, uh, that's what happened with us. Everybody want to go up there. Everybody want to talk for a while. Yeah. And probably even seen the person you that speak many years. You speak all facts, man. I don't know. Mississippi church just lasts longer. I don't even know if it's just because I was a kid. And maybe time just like, the way time goes is different <laughs> for a kid. But that's what makes your story so beautiful, too. Because church, you really did used to last like three hours. Like, no no exaggeration. Three hours. But when I was a kid, I, I those three hours though. felt like a whole eight, ten hours, man. Exactly. We <laughs> haven't eaten. I, mean, I think it started at 11. That's yeah. when they usually start. Now, when you get out in the food cold. Dude. <laughs> man. I was pissed. Oh, man. I was pissed. Oh. And you just shouldn't be that sad for the longest. Like it was so long that we didn't even go to. I didn't go to the gravesite. I was like, "Where the food? Like, yeah. let's go straight to the back because I am starving." Everybody was hungry, man. It was uh, no. Nah, so that's a that's a strong last piece. <laughs> Like once it popped in my so head, so I was like, I can't go with anything else but funerals. No, it was crazy. Mine was on like the polar opposite end of yours. Mine is birthdays. <laughs> oh, Celebrate your life. It was crazy, man. It's not the kids' birthdays that I don't like. Kids' birthdays, live it up, enjoy yourself, have fun. It's just my birthday. Oh, I don't want to do goodness. nothing on my birthday, man. So weird. I just want to sit down. And I just enjoy myself and just be like, you know what? Thank y'all. Actually, I don't even want to have to say thank you on my birthday. Mm. I just want to be able to chill. I just want to be like, you know what? Thank you, mama. Thank you, daddy. You know, Travis, I love you. Um, Kiki, I love you. Girls, thank you. And that's it. All these like people coming out the woodwork saying, happy birthday, Tyler. Happy birthday. That's, it's too much. It's too much. I don't need this in my life. It's like, I haven't talked to y'all in X amount of time, you know? It's like, no. No Facebook messages. No Instagram messages. Just just leave me be. <laughs> and Keisha, before you think about having a surprise birthday party for oh, any, never. do not do that. Because I'm going to be the person to close the door. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. Surprise! Hey! 
No, you wouldn't. And then I'm walking out. I'm, hot, I'm gonna crank the collar. I'm going to. Tell her, no, you you just suck it up and be like, ah, you got me. <laughs> then I'm like, oh, y'all got me. Y'all so good. All right, y'all have fun. Boom. Bye. I'm closing no. the door. I'm telling you now. I'm closing the door. If you know me and if you love me, do not do that. I keep it simple now. You just got your cake. That is true. You kept it simple. We took one picture. And so many people have said happy birthday. I had to do like a Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Twitter, thank you. And I do appreciate it. Man, I really do. But honestly, just just keep it to yourself. It's cool. Tell them happy birthday, y'all. Don't don't listen to her. It's May 18th. Don't listen to her. Maybe. But regardless, how you before we actually do get into the topic, I do want to get an update because you were so sick last week. I felt so bad. I I'm had still kind of sick. Yeah, I had a Joe but... Jackson you on to the mic. Yeah, how no, you feeling? I'm better. I got some amoxicillin in my system, so yeah. it's clearing up all the bacteria. Um, having less um, pressure in my face, which was like the worst of it. Yeah. Like it's one thing being like stopped up and whatnot, but that pressure yeah. is so painful. Like you don't want to do anything. I knew it was bad when you was like in the fetal position on the couch. <laughs> I was just like, yo, I knew you wasn't feeling good, but good. Like night. every move I would make, like I would turn my head, I felt the pressure. Like I couldn't do anything. Yeah. It was just miserable. So, yeah, but no, it's slowly going away. I still, you know, clammed up a little bit, but not like it was. Yeah. And so today's topic is like, you know, missing your family. Right. And it's something we know a lot about because, I mean, it, it felt like I had no time to just enjoy my family before I started working like straight out of college. And, uh. Yeah, so it's, it's how to cope with your family, and we're gonna handle it in like a threefold type of way. So it's um when you leave, um when they leave, and just some coping techniques to deal with either situation. And so the first one, both of us, both of us are familiar with, and it's when you leave. I, honestly, I think it's probably the one most people are familiar with, right? Because as you evolve in life, as you go on, it comes a time and a place where you gotta go. And, you know, you love the people that you grew up with. You love your family. You love your friends. But as time goes on, opportunities present themselves. And you have to do what's best for you and uh, essentially the world at large, right? And so when you have to leave, so, like, what, what kind of what, what happens? Actually, before we even, even, before we even do that. Keisha and I's situation was when we graduated from college, I had a job in Texas and I was like, I'm taking this job and I'm going to leave. And that was, I knew I set my start date for two weeks after the graduation. I didn't realize how short of a time two weeks is where you have to like essentially uproot your life and move it into a completely different state. And you also got to consider like for my family, when I was in college in engineering, I really didn't have time to just like call mom and be like, hey, mom, so how was church? You know, it's like I was kind of like continuously learning and continuously like doing these labs and projects and senior design and writing these papers. And I didn't realize like how little I was around my family. So when I finally left, I was like, dang, I, it felt like I hadn't seen my family in so long. And I'd only been in college, and now I'm put 
six hours in between us as well, as opposed to like <laughs> ten minutes. So, um, and also likewise with you, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it's like we was here and then we was gone. So how did you feel? Mm, I was excited. I think growing up, like the older I became, it became more and more apparent that I probably would end up leaving Mississippi. Even job-wise, even when you were like looking for jobs and, you know, trying to find the best or whatever. You always was out like looking at the companies that were coming to you, which were in other places. So, I mean. That was a realization. (laughs) Like Jackson State, it was weird. Because on one hand, Jackson State, they like, we keep training these people. And as they graduate, they leave not only Jackson, but they leave Mississippi at large, right? Mm-hmm. And so all our most educated people are literally funneling into these other places. Yeah. But on the same, like on the other end of that coin, it's like there are no opportunities in our own like city for yeah, these so highly many. qualified people, right? Yeah. So what are you supposed to, it becomes painfully evident that you have to leave. Yeah, I remember when I was at Mississippi State and I was uh, majoring in interior design. Prior to the first day, our teacher was like, oh, if you want to be an interior designer, you got to move. You yeah. got to leave Mississippi. So me, like, freshman, fresh, <laughs> like, just now leaving the house yeah. and stuff like that, I was like, leave Mississippi? You don't know me. <laughs> I was just like, I'm not sure about that. And that's when I went my whole spiral, changing major and all that stuff. Yeah. But even when I got into accounting, I mean, we traveled to these conferences and yeah. stuff. And then you had these out-of-state companies that came and like, hey, come here. Yeah. So I'm just like, well, what's here? And it was such a doggy dog world. For it these was. Couple, it's so brutal. For these couple of positions yes. that were available. I'm just like, what the heck? But that goes back to what we said in the other podcasts where like, they don't really hire that many black people. So when you do go to the NABA event or the Nesby event, it's like they only got like three slots that they even have to fill. And so we got to fight each other just to get those like <laughs> a couple spots that exist for us. Yeah. And that just shows like it's just so pain, painfully competitive when you're coming out of Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah, man. I agree with that 100%. So how did you feel when we when you actually made the decision to leave? I was ready. Um, I kind of slowly was like separating myself a little bit because I had moved out and moved to an apartment. And so I was like to myself and I didn't see them all the time, but I tried like it wasn't wasn't longer than like two weeks yeah. I would go without seeing my family. That's but, cool. um, yeah, so when we moved six hours away, it was just like, oh, we're really out here. Yeah, but yeah. I had you, so it made it easier. That did make it easier, I must admit. So, we, we've always had each other, so we never felt like completely lonely. Right? Yeah, that's like different. If yeah. I didn't have you with me, so. I agree with that. I was naive. I didn't realize, like, the effect it was me leaving was going to have on the people that love me. So, like, when mama and dad, like, our plan when we initially came out to Texas was I'm going to get everything that I can fit in my truck, and you say you're going to get everything you can fit in your CRV, <laughs> and we were going to leave everything else and just come back and get it one weekend. Or my dad was going to come by 
he was going to get the huge trailer that he had, put it in his Dodge Ram, and he was going to drive it up here for us, right? So that's like the the mattress, the bed frame, the we didn't have a washing machine. <laughs> Yeah, we just had a couple cabinets, and that, that was about it. We did, it was light living, to be honest with you. And when he came up, like, honestly, that was the first time I ever seen my dad cry before. Like, right before he left, he was like, son, I'm proud of you. You did what you had to do. And he hugged me, like, real, real tight to, like, where I could, like, it was, it was hard for me to breathe. <laughs> and I was like, dang, you need to let go. <laughs> Dad's about to kill me. And, like. He was, you know, dad, he even told me, he's like, man, it's like, ain't none of my sons that made, you know, they mama cried like you did. Mm. And I was just like, dang, man. And then what's worse is I wouldn't even pick up the phone. I wouldn't even pick up the phone. My own family that loves me to death and like supported me and gave me the skills necessary to actually kind of like make it a little further or whatever. It's like, I wouldn't even call them to say, thank you, check on them, nothing. And that's what made like me leaving even worse. I was very naive to like how me leaving was gonna affect my family, and I should have uh, I should have been more attentive. And uh, even now, like I have, I call every week, but like I should call more than once a week, like, cause my family just deserves more than me calling once a week. But I will say that like, whenever there's an event that I know I can be there. I try to be there, right? Mm-hmm. So like graduations, I'm like I'm gonna be there, you know. So um, weddings and stuff like that, yeah, I'm gonna be. There. I've learned, yeah. yeah, I've learned that like when there's a wedding and somebody invites you, it's like yo, you need to take the extra mile to try to be there. So yeah. I'm gonna try to be there. Uh, my next thing is like when they leave, right? So kind of like a funeral, right? So you don't have a choice when somebody else decides to leave. And Keisha, when we were initially coming up with like the structure for this episode, you said you couldn't really think of a time when somebody left you, right? Mm-mm. I guess I feel that way because everybody just came back home. Yeah. Not like physically on the same house, like yeah. around the area. So even if they left for a little while, like my uncle left to go to college, he came back. Um, Which uncle was that? I'm a bit. <laughs> I'm tripping. Oh, this is a conversation for another time. I'm sorry. My main one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tripping. So even like my uh, my favorite aunt, her and her husband, they lived in a different city, but then they ended up getting the house built next to my grandparents' house. It was like which is back. pretty nice, by the way. Yeah, just to give y'all like a visual my family my great granddaddy bought a ton of land for all his kids they had 13 kids so um yeah they all got a piece of the land that he bought and yeah it is a lot it's pretty cool so um my grandparents had their part and so she built on their part of the land along with my grandparents and then my uncle he also just put um their house on that part too so. It's brilliant, actually. As it's long as so nobody smart. sells their home, as long as you sell your home to family or like pass it down, it's a very, very brilliant it's thing. Like her family fun. has like a book, a published book about the history of their family. Mm-hmm. He bought this land for his kids, and is it? It's not even a trust. So y'all have the freedom to sell it. Y'all just literally choose to keep it in the family. 
Mm-hmm. It's beautiful, man. Like, so you can go from one end of that street all the way to the next. Like, from one end of that street to the end of it. From both ends of that street. <laughs> I'm not cutting this out. And that is some way, shape, or form. Everybody on that street is related. Mm-hmm. And not only are they related, but they're in that book somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. I must admit, I love that about y'all's family. Um, the reason I put it is like when somebody leaves you, you don't have a choice. And so you're like forced to deal with it like readily. So my first like encounter with it actually wasn't death. It was when Travis left. Actually, no. It's when Tori initially left. So yeah, when he left, I remember distinctly, he literally like sat out at the edge of our like driveway. And like driveways aren't in Mississippi aren't like what y'all see in like <laughs> wherever y'all are. Like these are like steps. Yeah, <laughs> when you had to take out the trash, you had to be like, all right, you gotta stretch a little the bit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, he went out at the driveway, he had like three suitcases and he like literally just waited for his friends to pick him up. And I remember thinking like, dang, he not coming back. But like me and Tori, I was very young when he initially left. And he never came back. Like he I saw Tori three more times after that one event in my childhood. Three more times. Each time I saw him, he was drastically more different than the last time I saw him, right? And um yeah, it just is what it is. But when my older brother left, like my actual brother, like my like we grew up together. I remember Keisha was with me. And I literally, like, I was cool. At first, I was like, all right, Travis. He just went to community college. He was, he was, what, two hours away? If that, that's how far Meridian is from my house. And I cried like a baby <laughs> in front of my girlfriend. <laughs> I could not stop. I was like, I don't understand this feeling that is overcoming me. And Keith, you just held me. He's like, it's okay. It's okay. And, like, you thought something was wrong with me. I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I just can't stop these tears. But what it was was just somebody that I really, really loved, really, really respected. Someone emulate my life after. And, like, at just at the drop of a hat. I knew he was going to leave. I knew he was leaving and how he was leaving. And that everybody was going to be gone but me. And I just wasn't prepared for that, you know. And so, it's like, when that happened... I realized, like, yo, it's like people leaving is like a major, major thing. And you have to prepare yourself for it. If you can, you got to prepare yourself for it. The other one was when Tori died. Because I remember, like, I mean, in the past, like, three years, I've really been trying to, like, understand my, my old, like, my oldest brother's, like, journey and, like, kind of, like, why he thought the way he thought and th- this, that, and the other. And it seemed like as soon as I started trying to, like, call him out, and be like, you know what, please forgive me for the way that I think and this, that, and the other. Like, please forgive us for the way that we treated you and, you know, this, that, and the other and trying to understand. Like, as soon as we were starting to make, like, a connection, like, he was gone. And, I mean, I always feel bad because I always say, like, you know, my brother died alone because he did. Like, I feel like he died, like, alone and just, like, not really feeling the love that he was supposed to feel. And that's one of the reasons I'm just like, hey, man, gay, transgender, whatever. Like, you got to love your your family. Like, because it's a hard road to, it's a hard road to climb or walk or whatever. It's a, it's a journey. But, um, 
Yeah, when he left, I wasn't ready either. And like even now, I'm just like, it it messes me up when I see like infighting and families and stuff. Cause it's like I know that we can never like my like family can never get my oldest brother back and like try to right what was wrong, right? So I'm like, if you're fighting now, it's like you guys need to figure out a way to get past that. But I'm rambling. Coping techniques. Coping techniques for when you leave or when somebody leaves you. Um, what you got, Keisha? You got anything in mind? Mm, well, I, I would just say what we do now. Um, it became interesting once we had kids um, because, I mean, both their... Grandparents want to see their kids. Yo. Uh, grandparents are in another state, so... Yeah. It's like they want to see them, you know. Yeah. So grandparents want to see their kids. Facetime, Skype, all that. We do all of that. You know what's crazy? Grandparents are borderline disrespectful when it comes to seeing them kids too. <laughs> These grandkids, because they don't be happy to see you no more. They be like, "Man, I haven't seen you for twenty years. Like, Let's where, see the new." What the girls at? Get out the way. Yeah. I'm only calling you because I can't pay for a phone for them. <laughs> Go ahead, baby. <laughs> Yeah, so that really helps with them, and I mean they'll check on you like, "How you doing, daughter?" <laughs> My mom's like, eh, she she so kind of check on me. She's like, "Oh yeah, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Y'all good? Okay." Yeah. What are you? Put them back on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> what they doing? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it got to the point like before my mom just figured out Skype real good. Um, she would text me like, "Hey, what y'all doing? You don't care about what we doing. You <laughs> trying all. to talk to them girls, the <laughs> yeah." So <laughs> it um that helps. I remember as they were growing up, um, pictures. I don't send them every pictures we take of the girls because yeah. I mean some of them just my pictures, whatever. Yeah. But like any like pictures, I don't mind getting out. <laughs> I will send to them. Because our kids, man, they don't be wearing bottoms, man. They be (laughs) just diapers and panties and stuff, man. Just be free. Yeah. So, um, we'll send them pictures. They like to show off the pictures. Mm -hmm. Like, even when we go home, sometimes, like, I walk around my parents' house and I see, like, some of the pictures I see now. Like, (laughs) they be printing them off. Hey, I do like a good printout. Like when we print pictures out, we usually print like what five hundred pictures at a time or something. It's a lot. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, sending the pictures is good. Phone call never can go wrong. The phone call. True. Um, I'm trying to get better with like calling my grandparents. Um, they are getting older, and they. I remember the last time I called my grandparents. It was just cause yeah. it wasn't like a birthday. You've been saying that a lot lately. And um. She called. She was like, "So how happy you call? What's going on?" I'm like, man, pace. nothing. Why? Ooh, they talking that Mississippi pace, boy. <laughs> I'll tell you, boy. So, so how, how y'all like in Texas? <laughs> hmm? Texas is 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 good to you. <laughs> like, yes, sir. <laughs> That Mississippi face boy, they ain't in no hurry to finish no conversation. But yeah, she kills me <laughs> with that. Like, how happy you call? Yeah, it shouldn't be that way. It should be like, hey, yeah. good to hear. Yeah, I mean, You're it's right. always good to hear from you, but it it just shouldn't be like that. You're right. We should normalize calling our grandparents and stuff. Because I mean, I'm down to one grandparent. 
I love her to death too. Like she's completely there. If I called her, she'd be like, "This Tyler." I'm like, "Yeah, this is me." I'm the only one who call her grandma. What do you call your grandparents again? Big mama and big daddy. Yeah, big mama and big daddy. <laughs> See, my grandparents they wanted to be called mama and papa, but I guess I was just too. <laughs> I was I don't know why I always called them grandma and grandpa and that's how they know it's me because me and Travis the only two who call them that oh we so ugh. but uh yeah we should normalize calling uh, calling our grandparents for me I did I had to get into a routine of calling because I don't know why I didn't call it still doesn't make sense to me why I don't call like. Conversations don't even be that long when you continuously. I think that's what I had in my head that you have to talk for a very long time because, like, growing up with my grandparents, like, when my aunts and uncles would call my granddaddy, man, they'd be on the phone forever. forever. (laughs) And they actually talked all the time. That was crazy. (laughs) That was back when, like, the minutes you had to pay per minute, and they used to still be on the phone all daggone day. Yeah, for a long time. So I think maybe that got stuck in my head that you really have to talk for a long time, but no, it could be like five minutes. Yeah, when you, like, continuously talking to somebody, the conversations get a little shorter, right? Yeah, like, because you really are just checking up on somebody, right? You're trying to make sure they're cool. For me, I don't know. My my main thing is like you gotta enjoy people while they're here. Like like when I do go for those graduations, it's like yeah, we see, we here to celebrate the graduation boy, boy or girl, but we also here. So let let's talk to everybody, you know, everybody and gather for this awesome event. So let's all enjoy ourselves. For real, enjoy for the real. Moment. Yeah. Live in the moment. Live in the moment. I'm not trying. We'll, we'll probably take one picture like at the very beginning or at the very end once people start saying they're going to leave. Mm-hmm. But I'm not even trying to get no whole bunch of pictures or nothing. I'm really just trying to like enjoy, you know. Yeah. Enjoy the moment. But I remember. I, well, go ahead. I, I just cut you off. Mm. I remember listening to Dave Chappelle get the Mark Twain Award. And quite literally... The whole thing is just people talking about these awesome adventures they had after comedy shows with Dave Chappelle. And I'm just like, this guy's legendary. Like, every last one of them completely different. And from all these different people's perspectives, all of that was interesting. And, like, I'm pretty sure they don't have any pictures, just memories of those events. And that's kind of, like, how I want to be. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, I remember this time. It's like, yeah, we went to his house. He had a bowling alley at the, you know, uh, we went. You want to be the grandpa of all the I stories. Do. I do want to be the grandpa of all the stories. <laughs> like, when I tell people about my adventures in community college, or like, they be like, daggone, you did what? But I will say with COVID happening, it made you really realize, like, the relationships you miss. Yeah. And so I'm pretty sure by now we would have at least taken one trip to Mississippi. 100%. And like right now, I'm supposed to be in Puerto Rico on my first mission trip. I've never been on a mission trip before. And uh, I was supposed to take the youth of my church to Puerto Rico. And like quite literally, I'm supposed to be there right now from the, was it the 7th or the, the 6th? Yeah, from Sunday to Saturday. And I was going to come to Texas from Puerto Rico just to fly back to Mississippi for the family reunion. Because... Mm-hmm. That's how dedicated I am to our family. You <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, none of that happened, right? Everything got canceled. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, you just rethink everything. Yeah. Like, do we go somewhere? Well, you can't even go to a bar- barbecue right now. Yeah, because right? you don't want to put people at risk. I mean, you don't want to put your older people at risk. Yeah. And your kids, yourself. Yeah, you I know? mean, even the tots, man. I mean, little kids are even dying from this. This yeah, is a serious I'll life. have to be somebody else that gave my kid COVID. Oh, right? you ain't never lie. I'm tracking. <laughs> I'm like, sir. Like, okay, who we been in contact right. with? Boom. It's you. Yeah. <laughs> Man, don't let me find out. Don't let me find out. Right? God willing, I wouldn't find out. Right? Yeah. But, but yeah, you, you realize how you miss just regular interaction. Like, people always ask the question, like, what's the first thing you're going to do once everything is kind of, like, over? And I always joke around and be like, man, I'm just going to sit back in the house, go back into the house or whatever. <laughs> but uh, honestly, it'd be nice to just kind of, like, Go somewhere, chill, shake hands, and talk. Talk some yeah. noise, man. I would definitely visit family. We probably take like a two week, two week trip or something. Oh, oh, oh no, 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 no. Well, I PTO now. <laughs> we ain't using it now. You're right. You're right. But yeah, just say somebody who hasn't used PTO this whole all. year. Nope. Nope. Holy I ain't going God, away. They owe you PTO. Oh yeah, they that's do. crazy. <laughs> Yeah, but um, yeah, it would definitely be an extended stay norm- longer than we usually do. Yeah, it would. It's just odd. It's an odd time right now. Yeah, I will say that. Let's go ahead and try to wrap this up, man. Um, I know we didn't have the, the most coping techniques in the world, but I mean, we have the coping techniques that matter, man. Keisha, did you want to say something, anything of encouragement? Um, just pick up the phone. That's the simplest way of communication, really. If you don't like talking on the phone, send a text message. Yeah. It's a low bar, right? Yeah. It's a low bar. And it don't have to be long. Like, just, hey, how y'all doing? Doing okay? All right. No COVID? Cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> she's trying to make the conversation short for real. You still breathing? I don't talk okay. much. Okay, I'll just make sure. Once I get my point across, like, okay, that's it. Yeah. And mine is actually my coping technique is my same, is my encouragement is that, man, you got to enjoy the moment, man. And I know it's like for a lot of people, like, COVID is pretty lonely. But, like, when you're on the phone or when people come over to visit or, you know, when you do get to have these Zoom calls and stuff like that, man, enjoy yourself, smile. Enjoy the people's presence and just enjoy being around, you know, just being around the people who you love and that love you, you know. It's like, there's nothing like it. And, uh, Keisha, how's the fam? We're good. Fam's good over here, y'all. Y'all be blessed. Bye.